What's up, Nana Nation? And lovers of the motherfucking Olympics. This is episode 105. I'm joined on this beautiful and patriotic podcast with my co-host, Ball Walker and Aaron Chalupa, a.k.a. the host of the Awkward Throat Clear, a.k.a. Chalupa Cabra. We have a fun one. This is very patriotic. Uh, it's just kind of our review and our point of view on the Olympics, all said and done in the books, the torches and past. And uh, we just wanted to put our give our input on it. So it's lovely. Uh, I don't want this intro to last forever, so I'm going to cut off now. I want to thank our sponsors, as always, Superior Finish Painting Company, 289-979-9000, and 2020 Print Media, 905-609-7979. Check out our Facebook page for anything or message us directly. We can get you set up. Find us on Instagram, all that good stuff. Not After 30 Podcast. Enjoy. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers? Of sports, <laughs> woo! <laughs> Here we are, NA Thirty Sports, the Olympic edition. I am joined by the very handsome and talented Bob Walker. Wow, what an intro! Can't go wrong. No. And we are so technically advanced to be joined across this great country by the man, the myth, the legend, our beer guru, the one who needs no introduction, but we'll get one anyway. <coughs> Aaron Chalupa. How's it going, oh, guys? Sorry. And host of the Awkward Throat Clear. Yeah, thanks. Aaron Chalupa. Yeah, yeah. No, we got to get all my all my accolades. You know, mother of dragons and uh, the breaker of chains, <laughs> keeper of beards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Groomers, you know, face face groomers, all that good stuff. Yes, yes, very well done. How's, How's it going, going over there, boys? buddy? Yeah, same question. Oh, good, fuck. good man, real good. Right on. You know, you know, it's so funny because I think this is the first time I've ever recorded with Ba, but there's so many times uh, while I'm listening to, you know, the Bumbling Canucks or uh, Leafs Edition or any of that kind of stuff, I'm just like, you know, I'd probably have a really good time just bullshitting and just arguing with Ba, uh, because, like, most of the things that he says or talks about, I'm like, I just get the most fired up about. Like, either I'm really, like, against <laughs> what he says, or I'm like, yeah, no, he, he totally gets me, this guy. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate that. I feel like we already have a friendship now because of it. It's true. It's like we're pen pals, you know? <laughs> we, we are pen pals. You're pod pals. You're pod pals. We're pod pals. Pod pals. <laughs> it's a new... Th- that should be the name of your show. We'll, the we'll, pod, the pal. pod pals. Pod pals. Pod pals. I'll start a show too, and we'll be pod yeah. pals. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you guys have more than two episodes, you'll be more episodes in the bubble. And, and what the, the logo will be, will be like him and I in a pee pod. Yeah, I think oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just head head cutouts. Yeah, exactly. Big goofy smiles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll look like, we'll look like uh. the the peas from uh, Veggie Tales. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the three of us are getting together. We're linking our sports boners together, and we're going to talk about the. Olympics. Yeah, kind of symbolic that we have him joining us from all the way across this beautiful country because we're here to talk about how we did, how, how Canada did. How good did Canada do? Amazing. Uh, yeah, really fucking good. Uh, we finished the actually, bat- third. Hold on, hold on. Be- yeah. Sorry, sorry, Aaron, before we get into that, can we just can we just um, get it out quickly? Like, what oh. are our Olympic, what's our Olympic intake? Because... I, I would like to go out there early and first and say... <laughs> You're my, quite proud of this. My Olympic knowledge slash 
uh, give a shit meter is pretty low in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't love the Olympics. Here, here's the thing. I love the Olympics for the Winter Olympics for hockey and maybe like impressive aerial snowboard or ski stuff. But Biathlon too? That, just people shooting shit while, you know, cross-country skiing? I get it. I, just, <laughs> I don't know enough about that stuff. Hell yeah. But yeah, that like that's the kind of stuff that I'd be interested in, but I, I really, I don't care too much about the Olympics. I get the, I get the whole athletic uh, community kind of getting together for one big event as opposed to having a hundred small events. But for me, the, Olymp- the Olympics score kind of low on the grandest stage of them all kind of sporting event. What is the grandest for you then? World Cup? Uh, <laughs> probably World Cup. Jesus. But not for the... Yeah. I, <laughs> name, so name, name, name an organization <laughs> so more Italian. corrupt than the IOC. That'd be yeah, I know. the FIFA. That'd be yeah. FIFA. <laughs> yeah, totally. But also, like, I mean, the World Cup of Hockey... Not really eventful. Like it's not as it's not as big and grand as the rest of them. You mean the, that one we had the other year? Yeah, the one that, <laughs> that one happened this or last last year yeah. that almost nobody watched except for I watched the shit out of that. Uh, hockey fans, but not the Olympics are supposed to. <clears throat> anyways, I don't want to get too much into that. I I don't love the Olympics. I kind of like the yeah. the Olympics are like kind of like the kind of the hot girl in the class, but she's not really that hot. She might have like a weird <laughs> limp or something. Yeah. So like I'll pay attention to her at the dance when it's dark. The simple version is Anthony's really ignorant of world stuff going on sports-wise. Yeah. yeah, just Toronto he cares yeah, about. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think you're just uh, – well, you're from uh, – let's just get this out there. You're from southern Ontario, um, I'm GTA from area. the center of the country. You, 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 yeah. You're not in the mountains, so therefore you're not really big into snowboarding or skiing. You know, let's just say that because you don't really yeah. do that yourself. Um, I'm, right. not, I'm not trying to be harsh or anything like that. Uh, hockey you adore because you know you grew up watching the Leafs, and then you have to translate that to international stage all the time because you're a true blue Canadian, obviously. Um, right, figure obviously. skating, you probably make fun of that, <laughs> and then curling, no, I think you Olympics. find that very boring. So already you're uh, kind of looking at Winter Olympics uh, with with zero interest. Yeah, for and also curling shouldn't be there. Oh, curling. I disagree wholeheartedly. You, yeah, you, but you also got to think about what sports. They're looking at across a, a, a international stage. Like, what other countries can compete in that event? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, but okay. Hold on. I agree, but let's let's also get our, our Olympic meter established as well. Like, Aaron, what what's your Olympic meter? I, like, are you full boner? Oh man, are you when, full 12, when, twelve o'clock? When I watch cool runnings once a week, I I love <laughs> I love the yeah man. I love <laughs> I love the. Olympic anthem, like the, the the token Olympic song that you hear, it just sounds so. That's your sweet. ringtone. Isn't it just reminds it? me of like yeah. Star Wars. It's like right up there with Star Wars, like John Williams. Like it's just like, oh, that's so iconic. I love it. Uh, I love the opening closing ceremonies. I really think it's a really good way to advocate uh, to to advocate uh, sport and sportsmanship and mm-hmm. togetherness, like throughout different country countries and stuff. Um, like I, I love it. All those all those Olympic moments where. You see the Canadian uh, cross-country ski coach bring uh, a ski for a Russian cross-country skier because his ski broke so he can finish. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, moments like that, I love. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And I love seeing uh, places that come, you know, like, that, that don't normally, normally have snow and that compete. And you know what? If they do well, awesome. And I'm just a huge Canadian fan uh, or fan of Canada. So whenever we get on the world stage and show our stuff, it's absolutely awesome. And like, you know, I, ever since I was a kid, I'd watch, you know, from, I remember vividly watching Nagano 
and yes. all the way up until now. Um, I'm just a huge fan. I remember watching it with my, my parents, my, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> um, I was watching the women's game with my girlfriend, and we were talking about how crazy the penalties were. And I was like, man, I remember like Salt Lake City, how crazy the penalties were. And then that ref, uh, I eventually wasn't wasn't ever allowed to ref another game again. So I I'm a big fan of Winter Olympics. So I try not to miss it. Uh, any events. I, I think I jumped on a Nagano as well too. Jumped on and off. Mm-hmm. Like, like when I was in Bosnia Herzegovina, uh, when we're in Sarajevo, they had the '84 Winter Olympics, so the Winter Olympics before Calgary, and mm-hmm. it was just so freaking cool to like see the bobsled track and then you know hear how they host these olympics and then just a few years after they started having this um uh the siege and this uh genocide happen and it was like wow they're like one point they're on the world stage in a positive note and then people kind of forgot about them which was a shitty thing but yeah. it, just like calgary it, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you know uh, all my calgary fans and stuff that listen to this while i'm here <laughs> all right bob what, what what's your olympic boner like uh, it's a red rocket. Okay. Woo! Throbbing. We, yeah. Just throbbing. Yeah, I, I thought I was really hard, but then after listening to Chaloup right <laughs> yeah. there, I don't think I He's quite... Coming. Yeah. He's coming right now. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just like him. I mean, you, you wear the red and white. Uh, it's an honor to put on that jersey. I would dream to be talented in anything to wear a Team Canada jersey. So I love watching them. It's one of the only sports events where i even care about the storylines as well mm-hmm. and i've watched it since i was a kid mainly because of my parents truthfully this is the first winter olympics in a long time that my interest wasn't really there like i didn't really follow it and get hyped leading up to it i knew the basic storylines but with the nhl players not there it did affect my excitement for it mm. fair enough okay so I guess, like, um, do you want to quickly talk about, like, like maybe a, a, another, like, a, your finest Olympic moment? Well, well, hold on. So, Chalupa already started with that we finished third. Like, we should congratulate okay. Canada for these Olympics before we talk about anything. I'll just give the numbers out here, too. So, yeah. uh, so yeah. Norway finished first with 39 medals in total. So, they ran away with it completely. Um, Germany. Who's that happening? Pardon me? Who saw that happening? Yeah, yeah, no Norway. kidding, eh? Uh, po- population, what, eight, eight five, million? Five, five million, million. yeah. Uh, oh That's like the GTA. Uh, I'll, I'll check here for a second here. Siri? <laughs> Checking. I feel like that, what's the guy's name on Joe Rogan po- uh, podcast? They does all the, the, oh, the fact checking. Jamie? Yeah. yeah so Jamie, yeah. the population is actually 5.2 million. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so how about that? And they won the Olympics. Yeah, the Winter Olympics, go figure um, Germany's second with 31 in total. So I would say Germany's pretty good at going uh, both summer and winter. Uh, and Canada finished with 29, a record for Canada for finishing yep. with that many medals. I think we our, our record for golds was still Vancouver, and I believe um, we finished with 16 golds then. And we, we came out on top of the Americans who had 23 gold, uh, sorry 23 medals in the, yeah, the they, Korean Olympics here. They are quite disappointed with how they finished i don't yeah, blame them at all <laughs> yeah like it was quite yeah. surprising if it the, wasn't for snowboarding really yeah, yeah. and then the yeah. olympic athletes of russia too they finished um fairly far behind another one's the olympic athletes of russia yeah <laughs> i think that was my favorite part of it because i'm not the yeah. biggest fan of <laughs> russian things um no, especially really. in hockey you know we can all agree 
Um, yeah. It's, it's rather amusing. So uh, when you have so a country like that powerful and then they get screwed over because um, <laughs> they get caught for blood, uh, sorry, not blood doping, uh, actually doping, it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see that Icarus uh, documentary on Netflix? I did watch that. No. Yeah, that's, that was yeah, insane. Yeah, pretty crazy stuff. The Russian doping, it's pretty intense. I can't believe, well, I can believe that they were allowed to play in the Olympics if we want to talk about corruption. there's yeah. Obviously, they were allowed to play. Well, didn't, didn't all that stuff start with Ivan Drago? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that on that uh, sixty minutes I've as well. Trying, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where it started. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, he killed a guy. They had to check. Yeah, Canada finished with 14 gold medals. That's a record for Canada. That was the Vancouver Olympics. Yeah, right. And, and yeah. it was what 11? Pardon me. For here, it was 11 for here. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Canada was 11. Yep, yeah, with eight silvers and 10 bronze. But we finished with uh, three more medals than we did in Vancouver. So. A complete Fantastic. success. Yeah. Take that. Good. We, we should be a top country in the Winter Olympics. The, we have the money and backing to Man, finally, finally step up. Finally. Finally. Because yes, like Calgary, finally. I think that's what woke them up big time, is that we hosted well, the no Olympics, kidding. and we didn't even we win a gold win. medal there. Yeah, not one. Okay. How many medals in Calgary did you get? Wasn't they only have, like, one medal? Uh, Checking. <laughs> <laughs> Young Jamie, please take care of that. Uh, keep talking, guys. About the Calgary Olympics? I mean, you're putting so, us on the spot. Well, it, like, <laughs> Calgary, Calgary Olympics were famous because um, the Jamaican bobsled team showed up. Yeah. And then also the Eddie main, the Eagle. Yeah. Have you ever watched Eddie the Eagle on... Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Belfour? At Belfour? No, 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 no. Uh, he was, no, a, he was uh, a, an English um, ski jumper. Oh, that's right. And yeah, it's actually yeah, a really good show. You should check it out. Uh, but yeah, it's it's that that it was Calgary was famous because of these guys that made it into the Olympics as a farce, um, and none of them won either. All the famous people from that Olympics, not one win. Oh really? No. Yeah. Bobsled, so Canada, Eddie Eagle, nobody oh, won. Canada finished with zero gold, two silver, three bronze, in a total of five medals in the eighty-eight Calgary Olympics. Wow. Uh, While you finished ahead of Yugoslavia. <laughs> yeah. And we finished behind <laughs> notable countries like the Soviet Union and East Germany, who crushed it with 29 medals and 25 medals. Wow. Yeah, way behind. So we were 13th, apparently. We had four more medals than Liechtenstein. Oh, my God. Isn't that... Powerhouse. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so I think it was really big for Vancouver, because uh, they like we really showed it up then. Like you know, not no no not not throwing anything against Calgary for you know that Olympics because it was our first time hosting the Winter Olympics. I think Montreal hosted them in the summer, in the seventies sometime. Um, but to have the Vancouver Winter Olympics and to get fourteen gold medals, twenty six medals I believe in total, and just rocket and like I was in Australia at the time, but um, yeah, the atmosphere was great. People loved it there, and then we had the opening closing ceremonies that just. You know, also rocked the house. Wayne Gretzky, you know, <clears throat> carrying the torch. Yeah. It was a good time. We killed it in Vancouver. That was such a great Olympics. I still remember yeah. that game-winning goal. Oh, my gosh. Freaking Crosby! out about it. Golden goal! Yeah, Crosby! Oh, my. Yeah. Insane. And and him showing so much emotion to yeah. like Crosby, like oh, Mr. Iceman. Oh, gloves are up in the air. You gold at home. Just gets yeah. big bear hug. Oh, it was so yeah. great, you know. I have the picture in my basement. I mean, that's how big of a moment it is. I have the picture right next to me, actually. Yeah, I, yeah. I bet you do. I bet yeah. Chaloops, I bet most male in Canada <laughs> yeah. have some form of 
merchandise. Actually, okay. my blanket is a picture. You know those inspirational pictures where it's just like freedom, <laughs> and then it like gives you something like that, or or something. It's yeah. it's it's silver medal, and it's a picture of uh, three American players. I think it's Brooks Orpik, Robbie Ryan, and uh, Zach Parise, and it's just like <laughs> silver because you're the best loser. <laughs> Oh, that's what's that's my comfy. <laughs> yeah, that's comfy. So, Facebook, Facebook told me that um, four years ago, I posted something saying, "Dad, what's silver?" And it's a dad talking to his father, and the father goes, "I don't know, son. We're Canadian." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now we're now we're uh, you know eating our words with uh, the women. Uh, sadly, finishing <clears throat> second. Oh, but you know what? what a hell of a game, though, man! What a hell of a what game. a frustrating game. I was pissed off. Oh, man, I, I was inconsolable. <laughs> you know what? I'm not that mad at it because, I mean, we, we can't be sore winners either because for a long time, Canada has totally owned women's ice hockey. Oh, we hadn't lost a match uh, since we lost the gold medal to the Americans in Nagano in 1998. Yeah. So it's been 20 years since we've lost uh, a match in the Olympics. You, you can't be mad about that. Mm-hmm. No, you know what I am mad about? The fact that, and, and I know people say we lost, that doesn't matter. I don't even care if we won. The fact that any medal or final is finished with a shootout oh, is so oh frustrating. Man, I can't believe that. I've, I've been talking with friends about that for a while. And that, don't watch the World Cup. And it really oh. sparked me to get pissed off uh, last yeah. year in the World Juniors when it was Canada and the States. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I fucking hate the shootout <laughs> when it decides a gold medal game or something like that. Like, yeah, sure, yeah. round robin, whatever, get it over with kind of thing. But when it comes to, yeah. like, being first, you're not yeah, just going off of individual skill. you got to go off of team skill. I, you know what? It, it doesn't bother me. I hate, I hate, yeah, I hate losing. I hate losing at all. So a shootout sucks totally, but I'm not even that mad at losing in a shootout because it still shows a whole bunch. Like it, No, it's... it's what that is it much show? on the line for one person, and it's like a chance okay, that you make so a move on a breakaway. If the guy wins wins the gold medal on a breakaway, that's a different thing, though. Because like, he, how did he get that breakaway? Did, was was he? Did he blow right by uh, two defenders? Did he split the defenseman? Did he get a or she uh, get a nice uh, stretch pass? Like like for example, when Carlson threw the that stretch pass in the playoffs last year, like what a pass! Like so, yeah. like that that's that's a game winning goal. Totally different. Totally different because you're going off a team aspect and you're playing in the play uh, opposed to, uh, okay, here I am at center ice and I'm going to skate towards the goalie and try to put the puck in the net. For, for 80 minutes, because that includes overtime, yep. right. you go to war, something on the line. It's a crazy battle. Everybody's emotional. Everybody's hyped up. And then they go, ah, you know what, guys? You're taking too long, so we're just going to choose a couple of people, pretty much flip a coin, hopefully you make a good move, and, and that's it. Thanks. Yeah. We got to go. We got to close up. But listen. There's a junior team coming on the fucking ice. Okay, so at some point, if you're playing 80 minutes and you don't have a winner at that point, who knows when, when you ask. So what? Those are the games you talk about 20 years later. Anthony, do you remember that time that we stayed up for six hours to watch Canada win the gold in Korea? <laughs> do you remember how crazy that was? <laughs> okay, may- okay, maybe. Or No. Do you, hey, do you or, remember when we lost in the shootout because it took too okay, long? But how, how about, how about if you wore the other shoot? What if you stayed for six hours to watch them lose? Wouldn't you be even more upset? Well, at least we gave our fucking hearts out. Anthony, ask me me this, Anthony. Would you like to see a shootout 
in the playoffs for the Stanley Cup. Game yeah, seven see, that, goes to overtime. Can Sullivan overtime? That, now it's shootout. See, and I think I think that's what I like about the Eastern NHL. Conference Final. Tampa Bay, Toronto, Game Seven. Okay. Listen, I, <laughs> zero zero, and it's a shootout to go to the Stanley Cup Final. See, first time Aaron, in forty fucking years. Aaron, buddy. you don't even understand. Jesse's staring <laughs> with these fucking laser eyes and pointing his finger I was at pointing me. Pointing at him, I was. <laughs> okay, what I was trying to say was, I think that's where some somewhere where the NHL's got it right, where in the regular season shootouts. Playoffs, over um, unlimited overtime or sudden death overtime. If you're wor- if you are honestly worried about time, I would be happy with five on five, four on four to three on three because yeah. I promise you somebody be will score cool. on yeah. three on three. It, that would cool. be better than shootout. I you know what and I, and I like that idea better, but I do think at some point there has to be a law a line drawn, and I don't think shootout is the worst option. I mean I think. I think when I watch three on three, it, it's a lot of fun to watch that go back and forth. But I kind of find it like it kind of looks like just pond hockey or, or, or pick up hockey because you're just flying back and forth. And at one point, most of those three on three goals that are scored are like they, they look like a shorthanded play, anyways. Oh, God, you actually watch football all the time, don't you? <laughs> like, team like, Italia, right? Like this a, is American like, football. Yeah, this is the American flag football. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I all all I'm saying is that, yeah, it, sports takes too long. You got stuff to do. We the, get it. Yeah, I well, that's one thing too. I but I don't think unlimited uh, sudden death is 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 ideal either. For but, one game, I'm not talking about every game. I'm not talking round robin. Yeah, Kate, just so you're not the gold medal are, game. Are you Anthony? not the Kate, the gold medal game in that game? You're not. There's no easy shifts in that game. So, yeah, so then you're just like, hey, you know what? That's right. There's no easy so, shift, so now take a break. Just let her score. Yeah. It's 4-4 four and four overtime My in the Lord. Olympics. Because, and the ice yeah. is that much bigger, too, compared to the So If you go to 3-on-3 three three on that ice, there would be a goal. Oh, totally. You know what? Oh, totally. Come you, on. You, you break- You'd get a breakaway. You want to talk about your shootout breakaways on 3-on-3 three on, three on international ice? You will get breakaways. Oh, you'll get bre- you get breakaways right now on 3-on-3 three on, three on NHL style. Yeah. That's the other thing I want to bring up too was the ice size too. I'm very impressed. I actually I think I like international ice better than NHL ice. I'd agree. Bigger, bigger playing area. Oh, the power play is much more exciting. Yes, power play actually looks like a power play. Yeah. I don't know. What what what, what throws you off, Jesse? No, I. I don't know. I I see the benefit of both. Not to be just like the in between man, but I like the. Quick, fast pace and closeness of the NHL with the yeah. boards. That's just what I've grown up with. Bigger hits. Too. But I, I don't know. At the same time, I like that it's a breather for international hockey. It's a change of pace. It's just I don't think I would like it if it was just constant the whole time with the NHL and everything. So I, I like that we change it up. That, that's my answer. Okay. A little of column A and a little of column fucking B. <laughs> the, the, this quickly became a big hockey conversation yeah. when it's well, supposed well, to be about the Olympics. We knew it was always going to turn into that. Come on. Okay, so uh, okay, if that that's fine. If we want to get it finished there, is <laughs> no, there anything we want to talk about other sports like curling? Are we are we disappointed that Canada didn't get any medals in curling? Well, that's I'm, obviously I'm very disappointed about that. I'm shocked, tremendously really. pissed uh, actually. But they, there's mixed curling too. Mm-hmm. Yes, we we actually I think we got a gold in um, yeah. doubles curling. In, yeah, but, but but in in our main event of uh, men's and women's curling for the four person team, uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't medal at all. 
And even Kevin Kate. Cooey, uh, the skip for uh, the men's curling uh, for Canada, he said it was a huge disappointment. Okay, so is there any other sport in the Olympics that's it's oh I guess skating mixed skating is that the only thing? Uh yeah, Canada is pretty good at mixed skating. Um, Tessa uh, Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer. Uh, you know Scott Moyer is the famous uh, "You got to be kidding me" guy in the stands. With the beer? Yeah, can you believe this guy wins a fucking gold medal and now he's a meme? <laughs> oh, I man. saw that moment live. I knew it was going to become a meme right away. Oh, it, you I knew. You saw the heritage Country moment, race. right? Yeah, the heritage moment. <laughs> oh, it's so <laughs> great. It's so great. I, yeah. I, 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 I absolutely love it. Um, and it's, that's another thing, too, is that these athletes support each other through and through. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that they go and watch each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and like then they'll jump into like different events, too. Like it, It's actually really, really cool. Um so yeah, like we we're pretty dominant in that. Uh, we're really picking it up in luge and um, uh, skeleton uh, bobsled. We were quite dominant. In, well, not dominant, but um, this year, uh, Kaylee Humphreys, who was the driver, uh, I'm not sure if she was the driver. I think she was the driver for the last three Olympics. So Vancouver, yeah. ter- uh, Vancouver, Sochi, and Pyeongchang. Um, she was the driver for the two women's bobsled team, and she got gold, gold, and bronze. So three uh, Olympics in a row, she was able to. Uh, get the podium, and she's the she's the first. Um, I think her and Heather Moisey were the team, and they were the first back to back gold medal champs in women's bobsled. So uh, that's pretty. Cool. So we do really well in that uh, skiing aerials. We do pretty well in that um, snowboard. Well, yeah, gotta, oh, the most snowboard events, skiing that. events, we're pretty up there. Yeah. We got to talk about that uh, Michael Kinsbury guy. Yes, uh, freestyle yeah. skiing. I mean, he's the best in the world. Yeah, Mikhail, the absolute best. Yeah, Mikhail. What, what, what's Michael? freestyle? What is that? Freestyle, freestyle skiing. skiing. Uh, That's the one with the little like slope ramps. They do the flip. Yeah, I, I believe spin. you. Is that when you hit the moguls as well, and then you hit the ramp, and then you do your big flips? I, I believe so. It, it looks like you're dancing. Like, yeah, it looks like you're kind of having a stroke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So long knees, pretty much. Yeah, the early arthritis sport. That's what that oh, looks like. for mm-hmm. sure. That's there what. That's what they're five, and you sound like a squeaky door. There are consequences to playing that sport. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's an Advil uh, sponsorship waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely, just got to do it. Even though you already mentioned the names, just. To, to do my mom proud, I have to shout out to Scott and Tess. What a, what a performance. Even I watched it and, and the tears. Like, what a, what a send-off. What Are a good-looking couple. I, I, I hope. Like slinging a little. I hope. That's, that's the big rumor. That's the big rumor, but, like, they haven't confirmed Why it all. Why wouldn't you? It, it, well, it sounds like she was really Olympic-focused, and she's the one who was, you know, no, I'm focused on winning a gold. This is my dream. And he's pined after her since he was a boy. They've been together so now, for now they, the, they've been a team for twenty years. Yeah, insane. Did they? Did they? Um, did they win any other medals previously? Um, there's Before the, these Olympics. Yeah. There's yeah. the oh, sk- yeah. figure skating uh, team event. So you, like you know how in tennis they'll have the the team score like Canada. So it'll be like Nestor and um, uh, Raonic and all those guys. Like they'll put a team right. score together. They have that, and we got gold in that as well. Yeah, and that was Patrick Chan on that team as well. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a really nice to see that guy win. <clears throat> yeah, he's a good guy too. Another one who's in the stands supporting all the Canadians. Yeah, that's good. Okay, I I watched a little bit of Big Air. I thought that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch any snowboarding events. Um, big one too for snowboarding events. Mark McMorris. 
Holy shit, yeah. Did you hear about this guy? Yeah. Of course, dude. I did you watch that MTV show he had with his brother a couple years ago? No, right? I didn't. Oh, they they followed him and his brother, and they just kind of went on an v- adventure with their buddies. But I followed uh, McMorris for a while now. He's a real beauty, and his story's crazy. Yeah, like eleven months ago, he was in a hospital bed. Yeah, yeah. he almost died. Yeah, <laughs> he was you pretty look close at that photo. Yeah, that's that's a guy pretty close to death, and and comes back and wins a silver. Uh, bronze. bronze. No, he. Yeah, yeah, bronze. But still remarkable. You know the the stories that come out of the Olympics, they're hard to. They're hard to even imagine that in any other um, any other platform. Like you, you know, you don't hear like um, computer engineer almost dies in um, ski trip, comes back in and makes the best app ever. Like, it's, like <laughs> you know, it's, it's nothing like that's happening. No, uh, it, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. Now we had, we had talked a little bit, a little bit of this before, and I think we should bring it up right now. Is the Adding an average Joe to every competition to see how good these athletes actually are. Is this a good idea or is it not? I'm going to start with you, Aaron Chalupa, and then, Bob, I'm dying to know your answer. What, what, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> I, was looking at some Google, we... I was looking at some Google things. <laughs> <laughs> some Google things? Yeah. It's porn. porn. It's yeah. a porn <laughs> thing. Porn. Yeah. No, Canadian ski cross racer Dave Duncan apologizes after arrest. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, guess he, I guess he might have stole something. Just put oh, he, he, he was, a, he was oh, that's the guy with the Humvee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy won, and he went with his coach, and they stole a Humvee. Okay. <laughs> so, An- another glorious. Pretty Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Timmy's. Okay, so, Get in. <laughs> Where's the Korean Timmy's at? <laughs> who, who, who was the, who the Canadian's uh, uh, skeleton... Uh, skeleton... Rider, I guess. I don't know. Who chugged a beer on his way to the... Oh, he's the host of Amazing Race. Um, John Montgomery, right? Yeah. Yeah. The guy who chugged the beer. The, yeah, yeah. He didn't win the gold yet, but he was like on his yeah. way to see what the score was. And somebody just handed him this big giant jug of beer. And he's, he's actually yeah. the first one to win a gold medal for Canada on a Canadian soil. That, yeah. Oh. That guy is a beauty, cool. man. Yeah. That yeah, was, that was that. huge. That's huge. Did like, you I, hear I, I want a picture his... of that in my bathroom, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you hear any of his commentating during the Olympics? No. He is like... Hammered the whole time? Dude, you want to talk about average Joe? <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, here comes Mark Morris. He's doing a flip. Pretty good right there. Yeah, he bailed. Yeah, you got to not do that. It's like <laughs> one of us commentating, man. <laughs> okay. So my question was, Aaron... Do you think they should add an average Joe to every competition to really measure how phenomenal these athletes are? Well, um, there kind of was this year. Uh, <laughs> what was That's her name? That's a good segue. Oh, shit. Uh, was it like, like Shauna or Sharon Swang- Swagley? Yeah, something like that. Uh, the Dynasty, yeah. <laughs> Uh, she she was skiing for Team Hungary, but so her grandparents are Hungarian, but she's from Oakland, California, and also apparently she tried running against Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governor, the governor, uh, a few years ago to become governor of California. So I think she's just really trying to, she's really like in Attention. the limelight, and she just Attention likes the, exactly. She likes these challenges yeah. and shit. Like if you look at her interviews on YouTube, she seems like a freaking nutcase, man. Like she's Absolutely. like oh I, I'm just trying to give him like a little flash, a little style, you know. She's she's skiing backwards at the very end of her run, and <laughs> <laughs> like she's like oh I was doing some moves. So somebody just saying that I was just skiing down is 
I was like, okay, that's that's absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't ski that much. I haven't skied many years. Last time I skied, I ruptured my meniscus in my left knee, and I would still be able to do more than she did. And I don't know. So what she, how she got into it, because after this Eddie the Eagle thing and the Jamaican bobsled, they started, the, the Olympic Committee started really cracking down on this. So they didn't want to be a joke. Even though the Olympics are for amateurs, you know, quote-unquote amateurs, um, she was able to get in because she would enter this event which would only have um, X amount of sk- uh, skiers, and there'd be about 30 or 32, and the top 30 make it in, regardless. So if, if you have an event like, uh, let's say, oh, biathlon, there's going to be so many people uh, going into that event. It's almost like the Tour de France, right? They have so many uh, bikers so or cyclists. Uh, so you have this event, but there's only 32, and she does the skiing every time. She doesn't get docked points for falling because she just skis her way in, and she would get, and other people would try shit, and they would fall, so they wouldn't get as many points. Uh, so she would get, like, 30th, 27th, 25th, you know, 20th. Okay, now she's in the Olympics for sure. You know, even though she doesn't, you know, do anything. By defaulting forward. Yeah, exactly. So that's how she was able to get in. So I was a little bit upset because she's not really, you know, really giving it her all and, like, trying to be that top athlete, opposed to the Jamaican bobsledders and... Um, uh, you got the Jamaican bobsledders and the uh, Eddie the Eagle, who took kind of their lives lives in their hands. Like, you're a bobsledder, you're going down that track, like, I don't know, let's say over 100 kilometers an hour for sure, and then you're yeah. Eddie the Eagle, who's hitting a 90-meter jump, soaring through the air and trying to land it. <laughs> if you screw up, you're almost in You're almost in a hospital. Uh, or you almost dead. You'd flying in the air if I did that. Yeah, uh, the, lady, the lady's name was uh, Elizabeth Swaney or Swanee, depending on how you uh, yeah. want, want to pronounce it. But yeah, like I recommend everyone check her out on uh, YouTube. Just type in Hungarian Olympic skier, and you will see. Uh, she like to me, she brings a bad name to hun- Hungary. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I, and I'm one to the. I really like to root for the underdogs in the Olympics. Like, oh, Aaron, you, sorry, this just came across the desk of the North Three Sports Network, and now getting the gold medal and attention whoring, Elizabeth Swanning. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Back to you, Aaron. <laughs> thank you, Anthony. How about that, folks? Um, <clears throat> I, yeah, I, I really like the underdog stories. Like, uh, there's a few years ago where there's a Kenyan, I believe, and because he, he was such a good long distance runner, he tried going into cross country. So it, it, it didn't work out so well. He finished last, like very, like very far behind everybody. Like I'm sure it wasn't because he was tired. He just probably couldn't get the handle of the skis. So, but that's kind of cool, you know. Like he really worked hard and. Um, this the, the Norwegian guy that finished with the gold, he actually went back and skied with him along the way, helping him out. Oh, that's nice. So, like, it, it, those are the kind of stories I like. Uh, but with her, it just seems that she was there for the wrong reasons. And so, it, like, what could have been a really cool story just went the other way around. So, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, that, to, answer your, to answer your question there, Anthony, uh, yeah, that, that'd, be my, uh, that'd be my average Joe for uh, everyone else to see what it's like. Right on, my man. <laughs> Jesse. Over to you, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've already started training, so <laughs> I've, I'm fully for it, actually. <laughs> and, and what are you going to be competing in? Anything. Anything and everything. 
Skeen, I'm going against this chick that we've just been talking yes. about. Elizabeth, I'm going against her one-on-one. For the attention horror yeah, gold medal? Yeah, for the attention yeah, right. gold medal. <laughs> I don't know about this average Joe thing. I don't think so. That I feel like that's almost an insult. Yeah, like how, I, like I, like it's a joke thing. Like it, it's funny. Like we're all gonna be at the bar being like, "Yo, I hope this Brent guy takes fucking gold." That's hilarious. <laughs> Brent from Utah. But but if you're if you're an athlete, like like those commercials you see where she's like, "I drove nine hours every morning to the only training facility in Manitoba, and I've spent the last twenty years and a hundred thousand dollars." And it's like this guy's like, "Oh yeah, I just did a bunch of shots. I'm ready to fucking go here. Let's do it." Like, it's pretty insulting, I would think. You know, this is what I think. Maybe think we sh- they should do then. Sometimes you see it. Have at- an average Joe Olympics. No, no, no. In between, isn't that the Paralympics? My lord, Sorry, too, soon? <laughs> too soon. Too soon. What? Too soon? What? They're not all dead. What do you mean too soon? Okay, so this is what I think they should do. You have the an average Joe do it. Do it like a week before the Olympics start, and they're like, okay, our average Joe did this in four minutes. So like a video game where you have the ghost car around the track. Basically, yeah. yeah. Or like sometimes they do it in the uh, the college football. So you're gonna have a drunk line. guy just running around a track posting times. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> what, just to, I know that like in the summer Olympics, running a hundred meters in nine point five seconds or whatever it was, that's impressive because I can't do anything in nine point five seconds. But show me, show me how difficult bobsled. Bob sledding. Anthony, you can't actually. do anything in 9.45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I can do only. I think one there's a thing lot of things you can finish in that time, buddy. <laughs> I want you want your average Joe solution right here. You talk about how these Olympic they build these massive infrastructures and they're awesome and they bring in all the tourism and then they just lay dormant for years and just become these ancient relics. That's you want to keep using these Olympic places. A couple of months down the road after the Olympics, we're having the average Joe Olympics. Hey, you guys, come come on over to Calgary. We got the the COP, the Calgary Olympic Park, right here. Everyone skis on it. We got the bobsled track and everything. Yeah, you know what? Bob the seagull. (laughs) How? Bob the seagull. I'll buy that stuffed animal. It's the bobsled team. (laughs) It's the bobsled team. (laughs) Hey, Bob. That's the name of your new podcast. Bobsledding. Um, I I think what we should do is open up a company that only builds Olympic structures. Oh man! And we every year <laughs> we're just what? we're just like we'll, we'll do them cheap. We got this old one from Pyeongchang. We're just gonna bring that right over, and you'd be good. A portable Olympic village. Yeah, totally. I think that's a great idea. Anyways. See, the one good thing about the average show is, according to rumors, you are going to be having the craziest sex of your life. Mm-hmm. Just an orgy 24-7 with attractive, fit people. So this is what, we'll just be there. We'll help <laughs> ice people down. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll bring, like, an industrial-sized bottle of Ben Gay. Yeah, I'll totally be a fluffer. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right, guys, the million-dollar question. Okay. We're going to end with this. Do NHL players belong in the Olympics? Uh, <laughs> Aaron, we'll go to you. I'm yeah, kind of split 50 50 on this, honestly. Um, <laughs> part of me likes the amateur idea because, well, in like even saying that, these guys are still professionals. They are still making a good, sizable uh, amount of money playing in Europe or wherever they might be. Uh, they are professional athletes in a sense. Uh, but it does definitely level down the playing field. And you can see that in um, the entire tournament. Canada, we know we lost the the Czechs in the shootout. 
Uh, we also lost to uh, the Germans, who played remarkable. Oh my God, Osdenberg and their goalie was sensational. Um, <clears throat> but and then you also see the KHL athletes. That is pretty much the the second second tier league to the NHL. So we're told. Um, I but at the same time, you do want to see the best athletes there is, um, and 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 you know play for their country, and you hear from the, the skaters themselves, like, I don't think there's many NHL players that wouldn't want to go to the Olympics, you know, Conor David, Alexei, sorry, Alex uh, Ovechkin, uh, Sidney Crosby, just to name a few, they were all pretty well heartbroken that they couldn't go, uh, but then you get some other guys that were requested to go, um, Kale McCarr, who is a defensive prospect for uh, the Colorado Avalanche, he didn't want to show uh, show up for training camp for the for Team Canada, and he has his reasons, obviously. But I think that if you really want to go, you should be able to go. Um, I don't think they would kind of give that because I think a lot of NHL teams would be pissed off if they still had to keep going and their players are gone, their main players. Uh, I will finish with saying yes. I think the NHL players should be able to go, and it should be more of a vote in their. That they, they should be able to vote, and then they talk to the GMs as well, and they just go from there. It shouldn't just be a commissioner and um, the GMs. The, the, the players should have a say in it, if they want to go or not, and then we'll just go from there. But saying that, I do appreciate seeing um, uh, these players go play for Team Canada or whatever country they represent and do it very well. I thought the, the players did a great job. They were happy to win, win the bronze, which was awesome to see. You know, you see a lot of athletes say that they're not too interested if they're, you know, they lose uh, in the semifinal, then they're forced to the bronze medal match. And they're like, oh, well, it's hard to play for bronze. And you know, they, a lot of those guys got to showcase their talent. And you saw guys like uh, Brian Gianta, uh, Golubov, and um, Chris Kelly. They all found teams in the NHL just before the playoffs start. So um, that's that, that was, it was a hell of a tournament. And uh, I'd like to see the NHL players come into Beijing. Uh, next Olympics. Well, I'm going to be a yes for the NHL players going to the Olympics. And I think it's a yes for sure that they'll be in Beijing because the NHL has that agreement where they play the games in China like once or twice a year. That's a that's a big market for Batman in the NHL. So that's going to automatically, I think they're going to be there. Um, but yeah, I agree that the best of the best should be there. It fires me up. And not only that, I mean, the NHL is not made of just North American players. I would think that for a lot of these European players, Russian, Swedish, Finnish, to wear your country's jersey, to play against the best, to to win something for that country, not just the Minnesota Wild who you happen to be drafted or traded to, like I think there's more to it on the line. I think there's a lot. I mean, you hear from the NHL players like they love doing it. Like they they take it seriously. It's it's not a joke. Like the NHL players are going over there and being like, yeah, we're the best of the best millionaires. We're better than these Olympic athletes. Like I think if that's the case, then fuck off. But I would love to see them there, and I think you will see them there. The best deserves to play the best. I think that's a fair argument. But with that being said, oh, what are you gonna? No, you want amateur. I don't think NHL players should be there. Why? For, first and foremost, the definition of amateur to professional yeah. is that professionals get paid. Okay, yeah, but you say that. Do you know how much some of these skiers and snowboarders and like your Norway, uh, Norway, Germany, like their athletes, they're paid like NHL players. 
with endorsements, advertisements. They are professional. Okay, those are endorsements, though, just to be the devil's advocate. I'm I'm with you, Bob, but I'm going to go with Anthony here that those are endorsement deals. It's totally different. yeah, and and I think I think amateur athletes need <coughs> endorsement deals just to to base. Oh, sorry, guys. Just just to get through life as a full time athlete, I think there's something very special in that. And then you have the ability to go pro afterwards. Excuse me for one sec. Crush a couple beers, <laughs> and now I'm burping like crazy. Um, yeah, I just I feel like for the first time, Olympic hockey that wasn't. A gold medal game or a game that wasn't against U.S. or Russia was wildly entertaining to watch. Even that Canada-Korea game, I watched Sunday morning, 7 a.m. I watched it, and I was amazed <coughs> with, A, how good the Korean team was, but, B, how it was a back-and-forth game for 70, 60 70% of the game, and it was fun to watch. It wasn't a 9-1 blowout of Belarus or anything like that. It was actually entertaining to watch. Um, what, did it have? Did the Canadian team have star power? Nah. This was our R team, not yeah. a, not a B or a C team. This is our R. I team. agree. I agree. And yeah, you're going up against Germany's probably their A team and maybe Russia's C team, but no one else. Like the U.S. team wasn't very good. Germany always, even with our Olympians, Germany always gives us trouble. Yeah, They're Germany, one of those teams Germany's where it's them, Switzerland. They always give us a hard Listen, time. If it wasn't for Germany. The United or uh, the um, the EU would be a shit show. You know? <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for Germany and you know 1939. Um... <laughs> Listen, you gotta leave the past in the past, okay? <laughs> I, th- I thought we got past all this stuff. I don't want to make Germany. Excuses, Germany but... is a great country. I've I've enjoyed going there all the time. I have a cousin that lives in Frankfurt, and you know, like I'm I think that they deserve to get to the final there. But like you know, they played a great tournament, not just you know beating Canada, but it, against everybody, they they beat sorry Sweden very uh, very uh, handedly. I wouldn't say handily, but uh, they definitely scared them and they they won that. Um, but to, but, but to put Germany in the the top five for super uh, hockey teams, if you let the NHL players there, Germany wouldn't be in the top five. Oh no, no way! They might be in the top. They might be the the bottom five of a top ten. But he, this is what I think is special. As excited as we get for Canadians to win events that they hadn't won before, I believe the same thing for Germany in hockey. And, I mean, the uh, what, the uh, Olympic athletes of Russia, what, is, that, is that the proper yeah, name? Oh, yeah, OER. I just called them the OR. Yeah. I mean, th- that, that's a whole other argument that I don't want to get into. But I think, I think most everybody had Russia pegged as winning the hockey this year anyways because of not having the the NHL players there. So even if you take that that out of it, even if you had um, Germany, who was maybe Sweden, maybe Canada finals, I still think that would be pretty special to have just to show the depth in hockey. And I don't even think in, if this was to happen next Olympics, I don't think Canada would go the same route of having half washed up NHLers and half... Uh, KHL players or whomever else it is, I think they go younger and faster. Well, let's take a look at the projected uh, roster. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Did you burn your ankles on that zigzag? Because uh, I swear. Um, yeah, no, no, not too much. I'm just sitting down. <laughs> let's see if I can find it now, actually. Fuck. 
<clears throat> so this is the projected one that TSN was showing earlier? Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll I think find I it Carey Price goaltending. Uh, Carey Price, Braden Holtby, and Matt Murray uh, yeah, were, the, were the goaltenders. Uh, I just wanted to mention yep. one more thing while I'm looking this up. Um, another thing I was really stoked about for the, the Olympics here was how Korea was united as a country. Um, yeah, North and South special. Korea. Uh, the, the women's and men's hockey team had players from both North and South. So, like, when I was talking, if anybody listened to the one when I was talking to uh, Misty Seastrom, uh, when she did her um, Goodwill skating tournament thing over in uh, North Korea, uh, she was stoked about it. So it's kind of cool to see how they um, are getting into the sport and they're working together. And they did a great job, in my opinion, hosting. You know, I was following Jay and Dan on Instagram, and they seem to have a really good time, too. Um, Their podcast was great. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't wait for the next episode. Um, yeah, totally. But it, it was really good. I think they hosted it. Because um, now we're kind of getting the hockey talk here, and we're starting to leave the, the Olympic talk. I just wanted to put it out there that I was really happy with the Olympics. I think the Koreans did an absolutely wonderful job hosting, and um, were, great, um, were great with the hospitality aspect, too. Um, they definitely, I, I think the only big complaint was they were cutting people off from the drinking the beers at the hockey games, especially the Canadians. They're like, oh, you're Canadian? Oh, no, yeah, no more for you. <laughs> um, I, I really enjoy, I thought they did a great job as well, too. But again, it's just seeing them uh, break down these barriers and, you know, unite more so as a country than um, keeping those borders distant and everything. Like, yeah, sure, they still have the demilitarized zone, but, you know, the, for, 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 you know, two weeks, uh, they were Korea. They weren't north or south. They were Korea. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like seeing. It's like back when it was east and west Germany, and now they're Germany, and they're kicking ass, and you know everyone's happy again. So silver, silver medal. Watch out for Korea in the future, I guess. Yeah, I guess. And Germany, don't let them unite. Oh, it's the Germans. <laughs> the Germans. Okay, so I got the team, the projected team, Canada for twenty twenty two. We had the goalies accurate there. Uh, defensemen are Aaron Ekblad, Drew Doughty, Josh Morrissey for the Winnipeg Jets, Colton Pareko, St. Louis. St. Louis. Uh, yeah. Darnell Nurse, Edmonton, Alex Petrangelo, uh, Morgan Riley. Uh, I can't remember what team he plays for. Uh, P.K. Subban. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have Morgan Riley on my fa- uh, fantasy pool. I love him. He's great. Um, and then for the forwards, uh, I think this is kind of just the, the flavor of the month because he's kicking ass so much. Uh, Matt Barzell. Um, not saying that he's yeah. not a terrible player. I think he will be a good player from you know here on in, but I just love how they get all hot and horny just ba- based off this one season. So Matt Barzell, oh, Bo Horvat, uh, Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn, Nathan McKinnon, Steven Stamkos, Sean Couturier from Philadelphia, uh, Brad Marchand, uh, John Tavares, Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid, Jonathan Taves, Taylor Hall, and Mark Shifley. I'm hard. What? No Mitch Marner? No, no Mitch Marner? No no Austin Matthews? He's American? Uh, right now, but by that time, <laughs> like a Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> we we, we he just wake up with a maple leaf tattoo on his face. Um, I, my, my immediate question so far, like I love Jonathan Tapes, but he will be 33 by that time. Uh, he is showing his... Um, he is slowing down from his typical pace, I've noticed, uh, the last few years. Um, I'm also curious about Bo Horvat. I'm hoping that, you know, maybe he would be better later on, but as it stands right now, I don't think I'd put him in my lineup. Um, you know, 
Darnell Nurse, Josh, Josh Morrissey, those guys are pretty good hockey players, but again, like, we'd have to see how it goes in the next four years. But yeah, other than that, I'm you know, not opposed to a whole lot of these guys. It's just sad to see P.K. Subban being listed as like the eighth defenseman again. That's how deep we are. Oh, man. And I, and I, Defense I is also huge. Think that, I also think that it's one of those things where P.K. on the international stage, I, I don't know how much the, the brass really loves him there. Because even in the last Olympics... He was he was number eight as well too. Mm-hmm. Although he he made a valiant <laughs> effort to to conveniently stand right next to Sidney Crosby in every photo. <laughs> it would have been really oh, good he if he got to play yeah. one game. If he got to play yeah. one game, that'd have been huge. Um, so yeah. obvious guys mm-hmm. that I've seen or I've noticed that are left out. Just off the top of my head, I haven't really gone looking into it too much. But uh, Patrice Bergeron. Um, yeah. I, I think he's a Always. wicked face-off guy, huge uh, penalty killer, and he'll play with broken ribs. <laughs> um, uh, Brent Burns, he will be a bit older there too. Shea Weber as well. Uh, Mark Edward Vlasic, I think he'll still be quite younger at that time. And then Chris Letang, obviously. But I, I think Chris Letang's a bit overrated, uh, personally. But yeah, I'm sure well, there's a bunch of other forwards. showing this season with him. Yeah, like, I don't know. He's always injured. He's always kind of in and out, in and out. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, there's some other guys, too. Like, Joe Thornton, sure, he might be 43. I'd probably still take a stab at him or Patrick Marlowe. You know? What's Marty St. Louis doing these days? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he's having dinner at 4.30. <laughs> on, on, the, on, the, <laughs> on the baby seat so we can sit a little bit higher, eh? Yeah. That is probably one of my favorite pictures too. Is uh, when Marty Saint Louis was uh, sitting on Mike Smith's shoulders uh, the last <laughs> Olympics in Sochi. That was pretty funny. Motherfucker. All right, bye. Got anything to add to that? Just that a lot of those names, like even the guys you said you who were missing Bergeron, guys like that. In four years, that's just going to be see where they are and how their bodies have taken a toll, so and if they can early. play that veteran game on open ice. There's there's a bunch of guys who, like Bo Horvat, Morrissey. You can talk about any kind of guy like Sean Monahan. Any of these young Canadian players, depending on what happens in the next four years, they are interchangeable. Depending on how mm-hmm. they want to go age wise. Yeah, I completely agree. I I think you know you got, really got to take a shakedown and. and what about Mark Shifley? I think he's one of the most underrated players, oh, honestly. And I'm not huge. even a Winnipeg fan, but but there are some players like that we haven't even that are just coming to the top of my head that could make that team easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it I I don't want to mess around with Huberdo. Like, like, like let's players. really talk. Like, like Mitch Marner could be on that team. Mitch Marner <clears throat> could be an should have maybe been an All Star if, if he if he peaked a little bit earlier. This isn't Leaf talk again, but. You know, like, he is leading the Toronto Maple Leafs, which are the third-best team in the league, leading them in points right now. Argument for discussion. Yeah. No. I could definitely see Mitch Marner on the team. Yeah. Anyways, this is such a hard hard conversation. Is Babcock the coach? Yeah, exactly. That could be a probably, huge question have, like, as well. He'll probably have three rings by that time. Yeah. So, oh. Three more rings by that time. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Olympic talk. Olympic talk has to be over. The year in review, or the Olympics in review... Um, Aaron Chalupa, Bob Walker, thank you so much for doing this. Go Canada, go. Go Canada, go. Let's go Canada. Let's go.
Oh, right. Canada. Canada. <laughs> oh, just I would have been like Fergie. I would do like Fergie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. It's over. They're going home. <laughs>